Daddy Lady, the book club of love. Actual episode. Okay, welcome to Act Four of what I think is going to be five acts of Daddy Lady's review of the Autism Spectrum Guide to Sexuality and Relationships. Hi, Vera Elizabeth. Hi, Barbara Ann. Uh, do you have any twin sites this week? I don't. Do you? I don't. What can we say then? We can say, oh, we would love for you to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That'd be cool. Also, you could leave us a written review saying that we are pretty cool. Would that be pretty cool? That'd be pretty cool. You can follow us on Instagram. Yeah, at Daddy Ladies. And you can also follow us on Instagram at the Poop Bell Twins. Something like that. Facebook, you could do Poop Bell Twins. The, is it the Poop Bell Twins? Or you can, as always, I mean, this is a different kind of support, but you can send us, you can send us something to our P.O. Box. Yeah, we have a P.O. Box. It's P.O. Box 121, North Hollywood, California, 91603, United States of America. We love scented letters. What's your favorite? favorite scent oh actually my favorite scent is um just like um lilac you actually need a turkey in the straw yeah. by any chance <laughs> you mesmer- turkey in the straw <laughs> mesmerized by turkey in the straw this is not turkey in the straw <laughs> what is this Oh, Susanna, with a banjo on my knee, lady. My favorite perfume is Antonio's flowers. Um, <laughs> I got two. I got two. What page? Eighty-two. We're just doing this like basically I know, sentence by sentence because this book is so incredible. <laughs> okay. However, if you want to appear attractive to others, the cheapest thing you can do to help this happen is to be kind and caring. I love that sentence. Mm-hmm. And then another one later on on the same page. You should never take an item of clothing or any belongings from someone without asking their permission. And I just want to say this real quick. You'll probably cut this, but you know how Blaine brought me note cards from the show he worked on at midnight, and they were Jim Gaffigan's, mm-hmm. and I probably could have asked for anybody's. You know, he didn't own those, but John Hamm did do the show, and he did wear a sweater and somebody did steal it and it wasn't me i think it was your friend melissa (laughs) (laughs) fuck i know i gotta talk to her you gotta talk to melissa are you sure it was melissa i'm just guessing it was melissa i'm guessing it was your friend melissa we can cut all this all right (laughs) you had to go back to ham on cry to see what we're talking about on page 84 (laughs) we've made it one more page There's this woman talking, or this girl, I'm not sure how old she is, about how she never had any luck attracting anybody, and I have written by it, me, same, me, me. She's describing a friend who got a lot of attention, and she never did. She acted a little bit interested, flirted a little, but not a lot, and when a guy approached her, she seemed both interested and not interested, indecisive, in fact. This way, letting him take the initiative and also making her seem mysterious. I was just very bluntly interested and I took initiatives when there was someone I was interested in and it never worked. It's like, uh, yep. Yeah, she describes that as the social language of flirting. I kind of related to this a little bit because the back and forth is very nuanced. And poor Anne would walk up to somebody and go, do you want to have sex? And that, didn't, <laughs> that was a turnoff for some people. And that's that's not me, but I do like... Man, like the real like interested, disinterested stuff is that that can be hard. To, I can I can yeah. un, I'm, I'm saying I can understand how that would be hard to figure out. Yeah, that is for me. On page 87, 
Generally, other adults on the autism spectrum are non-judgmental and accepting of a wide range of genders and sexuality. And I have a bunch of stars by that. It's a brain that doesn't judge. Mm. And I think when I was saying earlier about how I think that there's an element of a higher evolution for people on the spectrum, can you imagine if you didn't judge? Are your kids gods? They are sort of. They're kind of little gods. They're kind of little gods. You might want to bow down to them now, people. I judge constantly. I wish I could stop. Yeah, it prevents you from doing things. Yeah, no, yeah. It's not the people that are getting silently judged. It's me deciding weird shit. And then, but that's really mm-hmm. deciding that weird, same weird shit about me. Because if you're holding people up to a standard, you're holding yourself up to the standard. Yeah. We already talked about when you don't like something about somebody, you really don't like it in yourself. Also, those people have no idea what's happening. They don't care. It doesn't affect them. Yeah, on page two, just joking, we're not going to <laughs> Oh, wait, 90. It is very important to understand that you do not have to have a sexual relationship with someone just because they are attracted to you or you to them. Sometimes the people we are attracted to sexually would make terrible relationship partners. No comment. <laughs> just know that. <laughs> if someone is negative, unkind, or puts you down verbally, ignores you, or acts as if you belong to them, this person is not someone that you should get into a relationship with. Many adults on the autism spectrum assume that other people are good and kind, and we believe what they say. Some people will tell you that you will never find anyone who loves you for who you are, but they will have a relationship with you, and you should be grateful. Um, that's just straight-up gaslighting, and it happens to everybody. And it happened to me, definitely. Um, I'm sorry. I hope that person's out of your life. <laughs> oh, never mind. Um <laughs> Uh, what else? You know, this kind of, um, this is going to circle back to a flow chart that I created some weeks ago called, should I text that person? And it's on our Instagram. And it's genius. Thanks. We um, should talk about that now. You want to? Yeah. Okay. It starts with various options like, uh, I'm lonely. I'm bored. I have an important question. Um, and then it lets you know through various scenarios whether or not you should text them. All right. Let's start with, oh, important question. Okay. That's a sad one. Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. It's not sad. Uh, important is in quotes. Okay. So here's an example. Important question. Okay. It goes to Google broke. <laughs> if the answer is no, don't text them. If the answer is yes... Can a real friend answer it? If the answer is yes, text a real friend. Yeah. If the answer is no, is it after hours? If the answer to that is yes, sleep on it. Or as we say, pray on it. If the answer is no, is it private? If the answer is no to that, text a real friend. If the answer is yes, sleep on it. (laughs) Wait, are you assuming in 95% of these options that you're drunk? No, because that is a specific question. (laughs) At the bottom, are you drunk? Yeah. And it just goes one way. Yeah. Do anything else that feeds your soul. Uh, There's there's one more at the bottom, too. Well, they're just going to have to look that one up. Okay. Let's do one that leads to text them. Okay. Um, Reaching out. No. Reaching out is a good one, because that's the one that you and I probably do the most, right? Yeah. Um, Will you be sad if they don't respond? If the answer is yes, you text a real friend. If you don't have a real friend, you do anything else that feeds your soul. If you say no, do they ever text you first? If the answer is yes, you ask yourself, are they happy you text? If the answer is no, you glide into the land of low self-worth and then come back to, are they happy you text? If they aren't happy, you text a real friend. If they are happy, are you happy you text? And And if you don't know, sleep on it. And if you do, 
text them. That's a text one. Yeah. yeah. It's all about like, how do you feel with your attempts at communication? Because there's a lot of ways of justifying reaching out or, hey, I'm bored, I'm lonely, whatever. But is the end result going to make you feel better or worse? Yeah. So on that, here it is, page 121. Generally, you should not message, text, or call someone more than a couple times if they do not reply to your texts or call within a day or two. If you keep sending messages, texts, and or calling someone who has not responded to you, the person will begin to think that you are a stalker or too needy or desperate for them. There's that bluntness again. And that's true. I think my way is a little softer, the way I presented it. <laughs> <laughs> a little more humor. <laughs> The thing I would want someone to take away from that is not like, don't reach out to somebody or they're going to think you're desperate. It's, is it appropriate? Yeah. Because are you going to be happy when this is through? And if you are happy repeatedly contacting somebody who doesn't respond, what are you getting out of that? For real, like when you really take a deep look at it, what are you getting out of it? All right, moving on. 124, if you engage in online sex through a paid site, the person you're interacting with will only be pretending to like you or love you because that is their job. They will not have real life interests in you at all. Yeah, that's a big one. I mean, I think we've broached the subject before, but uh, women or men or anybody who's paid to engage in sexual activity, that's their job. They have rent to pay. And please don't get that confused with actual emotions. I mean, I think even if you do get some good feelings from it, like... Yeah, some... it's not a bad thing that they don't like you. Yeah, no, it's a transaction. They they did a great job for you. They could have done a shitty job, so... Here's some more good bluntness I like. Um, starting sexual relationships, 129. There's a whole list of abbreviations for what people would be looking for in an ad or in a profile or something. Yeah. VGL, very good looking, usually written by people of average looks who are seeking someone who looks like a model and who prioritizes looks over other factors. WAA will answer all replies or inquiries. Usually this is seen as a sign of desperation and not a sign of politeness. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff about apps on here, um, like specific apps. Okay, sexual relationships in real life. Oh, yeah, that's the next place I have some stuff highlighted. Um, well, I have on 141, most people meet their future partners either at college or university or at work or special interest groups, cosplay, historical societies or arts, crafts groups, choirs, bands, theater groups, book clubs. I'm very interested in all these suggestions because I like to know that people have a way of meeting other people. Uh-huh. I do. Yeah. Yeah. After watching um, Love on the Spectrum, like I became very aware that, well, you need to get out there and meet people and it's hard. And there's other things to do besides apps if apps aren't your thing, if you don't feel that you shine. Yeah. That way. I know we're in the pandemic. California is sort of hopefully winding down a little bit. But uh, yeah, so I guess you can't do. Well, you know, book club. This is yeah. a book no, club. there's a ton of stuff you can this do. This is a book yeah. club. All this right. is a book club. Yeah. Are we guaranteeing people find people? No, no, we're not. How to let someone know you are interested in getting to know them better, starting to date, blind dates, most arranged <laughs> for people by either friends, colleagues or family. Most blind dates are not particularly enjoyable for either person. <laughs> First dates are often equally unpleasant for everyone concerned. <laughs> it's um, true. It's you're, true. If you're going to go on a blind slash first date, you need to try to set it up to be as enjoyable as possible. Otherwise, you still won't know at the end of the date if you even vaguely like each other or not. <sighs> to prepare for it, go home, have a shower, bath, clean your teeth, brush your hair, put on clean socks. You know what I really love? If you're done with that section. Mm -hmm. On 146, there's a whole thing about like waiting for people and people interpreting whether or not somebody is rude. Can I read some of oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
If you are waiting for someone after 15, 20 minutes, it is okay to call or message them and ask, is everything okay? Would you like to cancel our date? If you want to have a rain check, that's fine too. I've sat waiting for fucking people going, should I just, okay, I guess I'll just wait like, okay, in the half an hour. Okay, well now is it too, has too much time passed? Like, and you know what? Is everything okay? Answer that. This is the most straightforward thing I've ever heard. Yeah. The fact that you'd say, would you like to cancel our date? Yeah. Like, because the answer might be yes. You're giving that person permission to say yes. And, and you're I'll... giving yourself permission to not waste a night with somebody who's already made you wait for 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yes, brilliant. It is. Another good text to send is, I'm at the front door of place and I just realized that I might have got the day or time wrong. Uh, when are we meeting up? That's another wonderful one. There's no point in being really upset about this if someone flakes. It is better that you did not invest lots of time and emotional energy in someone who is inconsiderate. I had that highlighted too. Yeah. Those are like the three most uh, wonderful paragraphs about cutting your losses with somebody who's not going to take your time seriously. You know, maybe uh, maybe they already knew that it wasn't going to work out. Like, yeah, no, I mean, they know themselves, right? Like you don't know the other person. That person, just trust that they know that they're... Yeah, and but you know, but don't take it personally because yeah, it's not personally. you, it's them. Yeah. On page 129, traditionally two people would kiss goodbye. However, it is more appropriate to ask, would you like a kiss slash hug goodbye? You know, it... As I learn more and more about consent, in the past, like dating has been, or like when I'm around someone who's interested in me, and especially when I was younger, have you had the experience of like sitting next to someone and they leap on you and start kissing, mashing their face into you? Like that guy, the first kiss I ever had, you know, I feel bad saying that I that I went and dry heaved in the sink, but I, mean, I did do that. You said that a lot of times, so which time did you feel bad? Because that's... <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, when I think about someone else hearing that story, someone who's might be going in for a kiss sometime soon, a first kiss, you know, it's not a nice story, you know, and we laugh about it. But the circumstances around it was that, you know, he leapt on me and he stuck his tongue down my throat without asking or without, you know, easing into it. Mm-hmm. And that's not an isolated experience. First kisses are often someone lunging at you. And it is very unpleasant. And I don't know if this is more heterosexual women experience this more, but it is like, it's so off-putting, it would make me not want to go on a second date. And just the concept of breaking it down to the point where consent is so subtle as to ask, may I hug you? May I kiss you? You know, what? Why? No, I'm, I'm just thinking about this. I'm thinking like, have I had that experience? And I have not with people that I was on a date with. I find first kisses to be like, they're so special. And they're so it's like the first time that you're intimate with somebody. And I find it really nerve wracking and really beautiful. And I haven't had the experience of somebody that I've been on a date with doing that. But I have had a guy in the middle of a pumpkin carving contest who was drunk. <laughs> who was my ex-boyfriend's good friend and knew that we had just broken up. Uh, Wait, are you talking about your ex-boyfriend who was also at the pumpkin carving contest? Yes. Where we were all at a film festival in another country and... Yeah, he just decided that since we were broken up, now he could kiss me like on the lips in front of everybody. And then when I pulled away, he said, oh, do you have a boyfriend? And I did, but that doesn't make any difference. Why did you try and kiss me in a pumpkin carving contest in front of a bunch of people, including your students who later came up to me and said, what the fuck was that? That's weird. I hated that. That was terrible. Even if I had been attracted to him, like to have that be sprung on me was like, it was terrible. Vera, why didn't you have like a sign that said, I have a boyfriend? I should have like, kind of on that. you. I, it really is. Cause like he knew that I'd broken up with my ex-boyfriend. I mean, it was only, it was, just, I mean, a couple months before. How could you? possibly have a boyfriend i mean obviously you were still pining for your ex-boyfriend that is true 
Absolutely. And if you couldn't have him, you'd want his friend? I, yes, exactly. His friend that I'd met um, once once before. That is so ugly and disgusting and <laughs> vomitous. Because then he, he gaslit you and made it your fault. Oh, fu- yeah. Yeah, and he was like 20 years older than me. So he didn't know any better. I mean, that's... Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, he was yes. just probably married with many children. Um, yeah, and then the, the other time I can remember somebody lunging at me was I was uh, with a couple of coworkers who were roommates and we were drinking. And then when my one coworker would leave the room my coworker I really liked the other one would try and kiss me and then my coworker would come back and the guy would pretend it wasn't happening and I would just be sitting there like <sighs> yeah and then he would get up and leave again and the guy would try it again and then oh again your fault again yes I know because my I was alone mm-hmm. and uh, when I finally explained it to the roommate my friend he was like horrified he said oh I felt I felt like I I you were a little sheep and I left you with a wolf which was like exactly <laughs> true yeah. because what was I supposed to say? Like, hey, this is kind of awkward. I know you just left the room for 30 seconds, but this guy sitting next to me just tried to stick his tongue down my throat. He's like, And I, you know what? I, I had a boyfriend. And that, again? <laughs> no. You're, uh... I had, no, I had, I know. So I should have just said, well, he knew I had a boyfriend. So it, it, it didn't even matter. Hey, you know what? I want to live in a world where it is okay to say, where it's like natural and on the tip of your tongue to say, this guy just tried to kiss me. You're friend just tried to kiss me yeah but see i was i was drinking barbara so oh, i God, i know Vera. i know so i sort of had a how <laughs> short was your skirt were you wearing pants doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't matter it didn't matter if it was broad daylight in the middle of a pumpkin carving contest or if it was midnight and i was drunk in a, a home yeah i was fair game I think I'm getting a picture of what, like, you were in your 20s. Yeah. I will not be able to put this into words, but it's something I want to revisit. And again, if anyone has insight into this and knows what I'm talking about, like, you feel a certain responsibility to people who are aggressive to protect them. I mean, men, I would love to hear your side of this, too, who have had this experience where it's like someone just couldn't control themselves. And it is your job to make sure no one's embarrassed. Yes, exactly. I felt later on when the students of the pumpkin carving bandit approached me and I was just like, yeah, I can't believe that happened. I looked over and I saw him and he could see me talking to them. I felt bad that I was talking about this in front of him. Mm-hmm. I genuinely felt bad. And when I saw him again at a, in a totally different country at a totally different festival, I was super friendly to him because mm-hmm. I didn't want him to feel bad about what had happened. You overcompensated. I did, yeah. I've been thinking about this stuff because of, you know, my hinge zooms, mm-hmm. my famous hinge zooms that I'm having now. This is the first time in my life that because I have no emotional connection to these people, I barely know them. I think that's very helpful in the situation. Also, I'm fucking 45 and don't need anything from any of these people. When somebody says something to me that's not right, I go what yeah and it's been so liberating not easy um it feels natural i want to practice it more but i've gotten various responses ranging from like anger yeah um i'm not saying it ironically i honestly want someone to explain some of the things that i've heard you know and i could see this like if women and men practice this more that it could be more incorporated into our socialization you know where if something happens like you don't have to have a big response you could have a response though that is like that questions what just happened you know makes them explain themselves maybe they don't know i mean i'm not being sarcastic on that one maybe they felt that that was socially acceptable well let me just guess off the top of my head <laughs> this man and your ex-boyfriend had a rivalry of some sort you now they're buddies he stayed at, when he visited this country he stayed at our apartment uh-huh and then saw some Vera, no 
That sounds naive to me. There's a, I was like 24. I was naive. They were friends, sure, but like uh, what was their competition? Did this ooh, did, professional. did this other guy steal his girlfriend earlier? That that again, it's an act of aggression. Yeah. It's an act of control. So so someone saw him kissing you, they get to tell your boyfriend, your ex-boyfriend. It is probably way less about you and how fucking hot you are, although Vera yeah so hot really but you it, look just like me so what do you say that's what i'm saying it's exactly you what know I'm that's saying. so interesting you would say that because in the second scenario when i was in the apartment with the two guys they also i mean i think my friend maybe had a little bit of a crush on me and i liked him as a friend but his buddy i had no attraction to whatsoever and i think mm-hmm. he probably felt that so he was just gonna go ahead and take what his friend wanted yeah yeah Vera, because if he really did like you and wanted you in his life he wouldn't have gone about it that way yeah it, there's a lack of respect for fucking sure yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Sorry. Sorry that scumbag is is um a piece of shit, Vera. <laughs> okay, moving right along cuz we're on hour 5000. <laughs> um how about chapter 11? Wait, wait, hold on. Other reasons people need to end a date range from being bored, mm-hmm. having to do their dishes as you said, <laughs> or having to get to work with all kinds of other reasons in between. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons for wanting to end a date normalize wanting to end a date yeah no shit meeting online and then transitioning in real life what page 159 this is stuff i'm doing if i'm happening to go on a date here's some reminders as discussed in the online dating section some people are not honest about who they are when they are online always meet up in a safe place tell at least one other person where you're going and who you're going to meet Uh, it's better to meet the person a few times before you share more personal information like your phone number or address with them that's just some little reminders for people that are dating because if I thought the dating apps were going nuts before it is like insane right now everyone's going are you vaccinated I'm vaccinated Uh, so let's get this on yeah yeah it's crazy so I think there's probably a lot of people like trying to start stuff on you always send me a little text about if you go on a date what's the details of that and I appreciate that I appreciate you being there to get this information because I, I always tell you where with who and then I will text you again when I'm alone um, ending relationships not all relationships last for the rest of your life both good friendships and relationships can sometimes end due to conflict or difficulties in the relationship it's hard to end relationships in a way that ensures that no one is upset or distressed but it is possible to end relationships respectfully so so if you think ghosting is okay I don't know. Respect. How about on page 169? Sometimes it is possible that you treat a friend badly or are manipulative towards them. This is not acceptable behavior and you should ask yourself why you are behaving in that way. What is it you want out of life and how could you go about that more constructively? If you are more negative to someone than positive, you are not being their friend and you should either stop behaving in that way or stop contacting them. When do you ever get that kind of advice? (laughs) Like... I don't know. Most books about relationships are like, if that person treats you badly, blah, blah, blah. Like, here it is. If you are treating somebody badly. Look inside. Yes. And do. And it's not hard. Here's <laughs> like, it's not some mystical thing. Ask yourself these questions. Um, yeah, I like that this is about relationships and friendships. Yeah, like, it's all, it's all yeah. relationships and a relationship with yourself. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff about just knowing like when you have shitty friends. Good men and women are taken advantage of every single day. You know? Yeah, because you are not like that, so you don't think other people are like that. 
Oh, <laughs> here's one that made me laugh um, because it reminded me of something. Ending sexual relationships. A brief sexual encounter does not require a formal ending. It may happen and then it is over. There is no need for any declaration that it is over. There's someone I hooked up with in my late 20s and we did not have a deep connection at all. Like, you know, I was, it was post-divorce. Sure, I would have liked to have a relationship, but, you know, we weren't connecting. Yeah. But we did hook up. And then uh, I think we hooked up a couple times and I was just in a very awkward place in my life. Um, my diet consisted of a Red Bull in the morning mm-hmm. and a Red Bull for lunch yeah. and a sensible dinner. Which was like a sliced apple? <laughs> yeah. Or a candy bar or something. Okay. And I was like constantly shaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, let's just say that, l- let me let me just put this in the politest way possible. I was um, farting constantly, <laughs> like constantly. <laughs> because my stomach was saying you cannot do this to yourself (laughs) you you pumped me full of uh, carbonated bull piss and (laughs) and i'm none too pleased (laughs) but frag wouldn't give up my red bulls i was such an addict and um so i'm not saying that that ended our relationship but it certainly didn't (laughs) make things comfortable (laughs) i mean i would have to ask him but anyway um We, so one morning we, we like, I don't know, I I think I'd slept over or something. Then we went to go have breakfast and then, um, we ordered our food and, um, and then he told me he wanted to not see me anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we had to like eat a meal. Oh no. Um, um, th- that's one thing. I don't know. Don't ever, if, if you're going to break up with somebody, please don't, um, them take to them breakfast. to a restaurant. <laughs> Maybe do it before you order. <laughs> But he's someone who I think I've hooked up with three more times over the last like 10, 15 years or whatever. Yeah. And every single time he breaks up with me, <laughs> like every single time. <laughs> and that's so, that's so it's unnecessary. so weird. <laughs> it's so strange. And it's like, you just don't need, I mean, who's the fool? Because it's like, he's a nice guy. We like, we, we sit in bed and like just chat and listen to music. And it's like, it's one of those comforting things. Yeah. Don't break up. Like, don't break up with me. Oh, <laughs> It's just weird. Or, you know, just be honest and stay like, you know, you don't fart like you used to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 